Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Trappolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Google published a paper on NASA's website claiming it achieved quantum supremacy, or the ability for a quantum computer to solve a problem a traditional computer cannot. Google was reportedly able to solve a calculation proving the randomness of numbers produced by a random number generator in 3 minutes and 20 seconds, compared to estimates that the fastest supercomputer would take over 10,000 years for the calculation. Google used a 53-qubit design called Sycamore for the calculation. The paper was later pulled from NASA's website, however. Researchers at IBM were skeptical of the quantum supremacy claim, saying that Google used a specialized design used to solve a single problem, rather than designing a machine for general-purpose calculations. Google announced the launch of Google Play Pass, giving Android users access to more than 350 apps, including games, for $4.99 a month. Unlike Apple Arcade, Google is not funding these apps. These are all apps that exist already on the Play Store. If you subscribe and already have an app in Google Play Pass, your installed app will be upgraded to remove any ads and unlock in-app purchases. Among the non-games in Google Play Pass are AccuWeather and HiQ Recorder. PlayPass subscriptions can be shared with up to five family members. Google will pay developers based on screen time and opens of an app. Google will give users 10 days free and says it will offer the first year for $1.99 a month. It's available in the U.S. this week and other countries soon. The Wall Street Journal reports its sources claim Snap has documented Facebook's alleged anti-competitive moves in a collection of files called Project Voldemort. Offenses reportedly include preventing people from linking to Snapchat profiles and intentionally suppressing Snapchat-related content. Also reportedly, Snap management said that Instagram was blocking searches for Snapchat-related content, including the Snapchat hashtag and filters. Customers in Korea, the UK, and the US can sign up at Xbox.com for a chance to be invited to try Microsoft's game streaming service, Project xCloud, when it launches in October. Microsoft said it will send invites to a small number of participants in the coming weeks. Beta participants will get access to a game streaming app for Android 6 phones and tablets that will allow them to play Gears of War 5, Halo 5 Guardians, Killer Instinct, and Sea of Thieves using a Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One controller. Microsoft is working with SK Telecom in South Korea, Vodafone in the UK, and T-Mobile in the US to test optimization for the service. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has charged Comscore and its former CEO, Sergey Mata, with fraud. Comscore is one of the main companies responsible for measuring internet traffic. Comscore is accused of misreporting the value of data-swapping contracts and misreporting customer signups to give the impression of growth in revenue and signups when both were actually decreasing. Mata and Comscore agreed to settle the case by paying a total of $5.7 million without actually having to admit wrongdoing. Mata will also repay $2.1 million to Comscore and is banned from serving as an officer or director of a public company for 10 years. Mata left Comscore in 2016. Google will now only show news headlines from European publishers in search results for French users rather than headlines with a few lines of, of description called a snippet. The new EU rule requires search engines to pay news outlets in order to show snippets and thumbnail images unless the publisher comes to some other arrangement with the search engine. France is the first EU country to implement the new copyright directive. EU countries have a year to do so. 
Facebook's head of global policy and communication, Nick Clegg, said Facebook will not fact check or block speech that violates policies if it's from a politician and is considered newsworthy. Links that are shared may still be debunked and demoted. Clegg said Facebook should not be a referee in political debates and should not prevent a politician's speech from reaching its audience and being subject to public debate and scrutiny. Content that would cause real-world harm or ads that violate policies would still be subject to removal. Amazon announced the Voice Interoperability Initiative with more than 30 companies pledging to make sure smart devices work with multiple digital assistants. Intel's 10th-gen chips will support multiple assistants this year. Qualcomm said its chips support multiple wake words now, and Salesforce says that they will work to put its Einstein assistant on any device. Meanwhile, Spotify said it wants to let users ask Spotify for things directly. Another partner, Baidu, brings its 400 million users of Duer OS to the initiative as well. Microsoft, Sony Audio Group, Tencent, Orange, and Verizon are among the other companies signed on. Google, Apple, and Samsung are not, though Samsung-owned Harman is. Microsoft General Counsel Dev Stalkoff said in a blog post that the company is challenging a federal judge's order that forbids them from telling a corporate customer about a warrant requesting its data from Microsoft. Microsoft originally challenged a secrecy order back in September 2018, arguing that the warrant for emails, text messages, and voicemails associated with two email addresses was overly broad. A lower court denied Microsoft's request to provide some notice to the customer, and Microsoft says it will take the case to the appellate court. Facebook began testing hiding reactions and video view counts on Facebook posts as of September 27th in Australia. The post originator will still see the amount of likes and other reaction a post receives, but it will be hidden from other users. Clicking on the reaction icons will still show a list of everyone who's interacted with the post, so you can count those if you want to. A similar test on Instagram has been running since April. And finally, the Wall Street Journal reports that, according to sources, Apple plans to release feature-length films in theaters prior to making them available on Apple TV+. Theatrical runs would last a number of weeks, making them eligible for awards, and Apple hopes the approach will attract top directors and producers for projects. Sources say Apple's first major theatrical release would be Sofia Coppola's On the Rocks, scheduled for mid-2020. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And if you're looking for news on Amazon or Facebook's event this week, we did a Daily Tech Headlines special, so look for that in your podcast feed if you want those announcements. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.